Sometimes you might feel trapped between the right and the left. That's correct. You are. Because you're living on a line. It's a linear expansion in this direction and the other one. It has infinite length but infinitesimal good. Timeline is only one dimension for you to meet your friends in meters on the time. That's a fair point. Mm-hmm. Hey, fair I've been point. doing good. This la- the last time I recorded I, and today. I, I was impressed. I have to say, recording with you over the past two times has been less of a hassle than usual. It's true. Yeah, I mean, from a technical aspect. Yeah. From a technical aspect. you are, But you are <laughs> fired up today, and it's a little bit alarming. You're very yeah. fired up. What's going on? No, I just got out oh, of the yeah, wait, I have meeting. to. I'm going to interrupt you because I don't really care. Happy <laughs> TLE 100. Is this TLE 100? This is fucking TLE 100. Sweet. How did we make it to 100? The centennial. I have no. This has got to be also, this has got to be like us 300 or something, right? It's something like that. Yeah, easy. Yeah. Easily. Maybe even 350. Anyway, Aaron, please, thousand. why are you so fired up? What's What's going on? Oh, I just got out of a two-hour-long asset management meeting, and I, I was just fucking holding in my rage the entire time and just waiting for you to send that link. <laughs> I was really this close to interrupting you again. Well, yeah, that would have been a good start. <laughs> we could have had another, uh, remember that one episode like two years ago? <laughs> yes. Aaron bitching about uh, by the Trump bucks or whatever. Yes. <laughs> for basically 45 minutes that we just shut it down. I was thinking about uh, Trump bucks this morning, actually. A buddy of mine, a, f- a female, I don't know, you call females buddies? Yeah. A buddy of mine is in Kiev in Ukraine. And because um, uh, they're Ukrainian and oh, that's where reason. they live. And reason. I was like, man, this is and, they, and she has sent me videos of like bombs. Go, she's sitting in her house and you can fucking hear bombs going off. And I'm like, man, that fucking really sucks. I still don't think you should be getting all the money you're getting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about Trump bucks the other day. I, was like, I wouldn't mind if the Ukrainians got a couple billies every once in a while if I did, too. But I feel like. Biden no. is not fucking putting up. By by Kiev, do you mean Moscow? Because as far as I know, like, <laughs> the Ukrainian armies rolled up the Russian army all the way to Moscow, and they're this seconds away from. Ago. Yeah, yeah. Well, things change, I guess. When they were right there, and, and I got another friend who's in Kyrgyzstan. Well, they were in Kyrgyzstan. I know a lot of Ukrainians, um, but I'm but you know, fellas, I and I love you, I do, and I feel bad for you, but I need those bucks i need yeah. bucks they're printing billies and billies of dollars and they're giving me zero of those dollars and i, I want those really, fucking tow missiles i want those right right have you seen some of the technology these ukrainian soldiers are walking around with? they have gauss rifles yeah they're taking drones. out drones with magnetic rifles it's good stuff this is great stuff i mean if you if you enjoy going to war Head on over to the Eastern Front, man. That is uh, going to be get a fun time. Get yourself in the fun. mix. I really see a lot of blood going. spilling over there, and, and we all like blood. Mm-hmm. But well, I don't I, see yeah, a whole lot of potential for blood to be here. Um, Not no, the last I, I, week. Nope. 
I think, no. I think the tragedy of America will come in the form of a slow starvation. Mm. I don't think we got a war. I don't think no. we got a war coming. Somebody on Twitter I was reading today was like, um, something about Russians, right? They were talking about Russians. And the first guy was like, uh, oh, Russians are really great. And the other guy was like, what's so great? And this was an American. What's so great about seeing your son sent home in body bags? And I, and I just tweet, tweet on her, this is a great way to defend America, buddy. <laughs> this, yeah, right. you're, this <laughs> makes a lot of sense. Just sidestep right into the, on, the oncoming train. Yeah, That's, yeah. you got to wonder if it's intentional sometimes. Uh, happy centennial, everybody. Um, Car Campit, um, welcome to the show. You weren't Thanks, around. For last week, how was, was your Thanksgiving time and period? It was fantastic. Got a little R and R. That's rest and relaxation. Oh uh, yes, for both of you. Um, <clears throat> ate a lot, drank a lot. I uh, got a little bit of work done around the house. You really uh, can't complain. Now it did rain uh, for four straight days and nights here. <laughs> nice, which was really irritating. But uh, in in near about Central Texas, where it almost never rains, is that correct? Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's so, good. So that's great. You know, I made do. I made do. Um, What'd you eat? Did you have the classics? Yeah, we we I, I tagged all the bases, uh, but then I also made a pot roast. Great. Um, let's see. Did I have anything interesting? Uh, had a little pumpkin beer. That was good. A little uh, pumpkin. I love when the pumpkin beer rolls around, I dude. I know. Yeah, it's great stuff. It is the white guy version of the pumpkin spice latte, though. It sure is. But that's okay. Puts a little pep okay. in my They say whites don't have any culture, and that's right. not true. <laughs> it's not beer. true. Pumpkin beer. Pumpkin beer. culture. Yeah. What about you, Aaron? How was yours? Were you with the in-laws? It just sounds like you'd be with the in-laws. No, actually, uh, I got out of that. Um, God, she didn't want to. I, I went to my old, uh, my old high school football game in the morning, and we did crack in the, underneath <laughs> the bleachers, just like yep. we used to. <laughs> Great, I like. Yeah, it. and uh, made the eat? rounds with the family. Um, the usuals, and then uh, nice. actually, the the lady ended up making uh, cranberry chutney. Whoa, very nice. Yeah. Love a chutney. chutney. Love a chutney. Shout out to the Indians for the chutney. Appreciate mm-hmm. that. I, uh, I I had one of my six six-pound hams. Um, <laughs> Five more it was go. good. It was good. It took three days to defrost. <laughs> why hasn't um, – Why hasn't? did you put it in the fridge or on the counter? You have to put it in the fridge, I okay. assume, right? You uh, can't put it on the counter. Why hasn't chutney – made its way into uh american name convention you know i don't know because it's a fantastic creation it kind of is yeah a little fruity little spicy topping we love it Mm -hmm. we love it in this country i don't know it's a good question um aaron i asked you to we have there's some spectacular news going on maybe we should go uh in order of how they happened um so there was a, a massacre uh, at a, a a club, gay club, uh, known as Club Q. Uh, I, I thought we were going a totally different direction. We will. Hold on to that story. We will. There was a massacre in a Colorado Springs gay club called Club Q, which, you know. Called Alice's Restaurant. What? <laughs> <laughs> That is a really weird throwback to 1968. <laughs> Thanksgiving song. Yep. <clears throat> I'm going to say it one more time. 
There was a massacre at a gay club called Club Q. Now I get it. Uh huh. Yeah, but that's just disappeared from the news. Why, Bird? Why? I. That's really <laughs> interesting that you ask that. Aaron Franklin Brink, a MMA fighter turned porn actor, is mm. the father of a 22-year-old accused of slaughtering five, injuring 18 in a mass mm. shooting in the Colorado Springs gay nightclub, Club Q. Now, I don't know if you guys kind of saw this news story, but it made its rounds. We'll play the, uh, we'll play the audio as, as need be. Although I'd like to get it from Twitter because everywhere else has their fucking advertisements all over every video I try to watch. But um, I, I'm going to start with a bold thing here. I'm going re- to really get Spotify upset with us. The, 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 films, the star of such films as My Milf Boss 8 I wa- and I Want to Get Titty Fucked and Latina Slut Academy is <laughs> probably not vaccinated. He's a Mormon, doesn't do gay, and is a voting Republican. And I'm going to make a bold claim here and say, I don't believe a fucking thing about this. <laughs> it's, it's, um... Are you talking about that kid's dad? Yeah. Yes! <laughs> yes. I thought he was in gay porn. No, he was in straight porn. I am very certain I have seen him in gay porn. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I, wait he a minute. I watched Latino uh, Slut Academy. I am 100% certain there was a gay scene between 8 minutes and 30 seconds. Yeah. No, I was, I was listening to a, 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 a much more superior podcast than this one earlier. Uh-huh. And, uh, and and you missed a you missed a really good title. Uh, white Men Can Hump. <laughs> Oh, man. That's great. That's really That is great. Uh, Yeah, I, well, this, so here's the audio. There was a shooting involving, you know, multiple people. Right. And then I'd go on, they were on to find it's a a gay bar. Yeah, right. And And I was like, oh, my God, is he gay? As a steroid, oh, my God, shit, is he gay? And he's not gay. So it's like this. Well, you guys had had conversations about that. You you were oh, yeah, like, you, 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 I was you adamant, told him I'm, yeah you were adamant that gay is gay is bad. Yeah. I'm a Mormon. I'm a conservative Republican and we don't do gay. We don't do yeah. gay. We don't do gay. Yeah. I can't get answers from the attorneys really, but they're saying that some of these you know it's involving a gay bar or some shit I don't know. Um, I don't know what the heck you did if you have a gay bar. I don't know what's going on. Well, he's accused of going on a mass shooting at a gay bar and killing five people. Colorado's. Okay, well, well, that's how shit. I'm accused of doing that. I, I'm glad he's not gay. I don't know if I can say that, but I'm glad he's not gay. <laughs> so that was the audio clip that's been making the rounds. And in, in a way, it might be this actor's finest work. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah from it anything is, that is, I've seen. It yeah, is that's... truly the parody of, 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 of the Republican. I mean, it's it's a, it's the greatest parody of the Republican of all time. Um, so it could, I mean, that guy could be real. I, you know, what's funny is frequenting the website. I, I, there are people like this. They do mm-hmm. exist. I mean, they mm-hmm. do exist. We we record with one every week. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, it's I, hard to believe. I'm proud to say that I have never smoked meth. Um, pure crack. Pure crack. That's right. So, you know, we'll follow this story. But as you had said, Aaron, this happened on the 23rd of November, far as I know, or possibly the 22nd of November. And uh, where did it go? We don't know. Disappeared. Maybe it maybe it went to Club Q. It kind of did go away pretty, pretty quick, didn't it? It sure did. It Mm. sure did. And now and and most 
of these incidents do go away pretty quick. I, we are, and it is unfortunate, you know, people are dying, and but the, all these news stories do go away really fast lately. If you've noticed, we had like two or three shootings yeah. recently yeah. At the, in the same span of time, and everybody's too busy watching the World Cup, and that's how it should be. I'm going to yeah. say, that's America. That's how it should be. Um, I've, I've seen now as I am scrolling through this video that Casey Anthony is trending. Maybe oh. we'll <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll pick up on that one in a bit. Yes. Uh, also, Dark Brandon is trending. One thing that I did notice is that the website has gone su- significantly up in quality, despite the fact that I have a lot of UI issues. Twitter has gone up in quality significantly. <clears throat> did you um, see, um, not to jump the tracks here, but did you no, see that um, Elon is talking about releasing all the... Uh, the- yeah censorship uh yes algorithms or whatever it was and i'm sure he will you think so i'm sure he will and i'm sure that he uh i'm sure that i I want him to blow the lid on shadow banning because we all know it exists we all know how to track that it exists but he's got the paperwork that says it does Mm -hmm. and i would love to see that what would be the desired outcome that stems from that revelation comedy uh well that yeah yeah, I told you so, I guess. That's yeah, I mean, it. nothing productive, but it would be good No, I mean, the productive is... things as far as his ownership of that company are yet to come, but it would be nice. Um, it's, it's, it's the Alex Jones effect, right? It's uh, we all seem crazy, and then we're right again over and over and over and over. Yeah, and you can so it's just more confirmation. Use that as a bludgeon and, you know. Whatever. Just use it I, as yeah. A, yeah, I mean, just use it as a bit, basically. It, I was going to say, it doesn't really work as a bludgeon because the people you'd be bludgeoning could not care less. No, one exactly. way or another. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but it, it does work to confirm our biases, which is all that I need in my life is to be told yes. I'm right and that mm-hmm. I'm valuable. And that's all that I need. Before we, um, move, before we move on yes. uh, from this topic, I do want to spend a little bit of time on this because I do think it's a little bit interesting. I had this revelation when I was sitting, um, might have been actually watching a little World Cup. I was sitting there the other day. Oh, and it wow. kind of dawned on you rooting me. for. <clears throat> oh, I don't, I don't, I guess you ask. I mean, uh, you know, let's go. Well, All right. Yeah. Um, have we, um, it, it's been a while in America since we've had a true, and I guess you could dispute this, but, uh, in terms of classic Americana, it's been a really long time since we've been on like a robber, robber baron arc. Um, a time where corporatists mm. are just battling and think, think like Jay Gould and the Vanderbilts. Um, mm-hmm. And it's kind of nice to see Musk reinvent, like reinvesting in this arc uh, mm-hmm. in, in this particular slice of Americana. Like we're, we're kind of entering this second robber baron era where these corporatists oh. are, are wielding as much power as a lot of governmental organizations, um, if not more in some cases, and like, you know, if you control, you, you know, the, 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 the robber, the robber baron arc of the 19th century was during the industrial revolution where we were building our built world in, in America. So that's where these corporatists were fighting their battles. Um, but now we're in the information age. And so it's happening like on the internet. And so you have all of these powerful like people trying to vie for aspects of power on the internet. Um, and I, I, I wanted to toss that, uh, out for discussion. Like, is this the new robber baron age? It's just not physical. It's eh, when I think of robber barons, I think of people like Andrew Carnegie, JP yeah. Morgan. Um, yeah. and yeah. to me, Elon those Musk. people, 
No, like, wow. no, like I'm contrasting. I, I guess you could, I'll, I'll get to Elon Musk in a second, but yeah, you, you have to, cause I really um, think he matches the, yeah. In, in terms of like the robber barons of, of, of days past, uh, I think those people were just extremely competent, smart, just on a whole other level of, um, intelligence and, mm-hmm. and savvy that, I can't really point to anybody except for maybe Elon Musk today that really? really compares to those those people back in the day. You don't see that in Zuckerberg? No, I don't. I, I don't wow. see a whole lot of You know, confidence. everybody who I, – I was reading about Zuckerberg recently. You know, almost everybody who gets to work closely with that guy says that he's a business genius. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess I haven't really looked for it in Zuckerberg. And also, if you're saying you d- you don't know of anybody who's like those robber barons, then it does kind of point towards Carr's idea of this neo-robber baron. Con- like, they're not like yeah. the originals, but they're all kind of like one another today. It's an it's like a, a robber baron yeah. network. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. like, like th- this was a classic maneuver back in when, when uh, we were building the railroad tracks across the uh, uh, across the country. I mean, like uh, like what Elon Musk did. He, he was like, oh, I, I, I use Twitter. Um, it's not doing the things that I want to see it do it. So I'm just going to buy it, you know, and this was yeah. like a classic thing that happened with the railroads. You know, I mean, it, it was like manipulate, manipulate, complain, uh, you know, undercut, sidestep and then just buy it, you know, and, mm. and I, I think he kind of executed a, one of those classic maneuvers. Um, whether it'll work out for him is to be, you know, yet, yet to be seen. There were Robert Barons that, uh, that succeeded. There were some that lost and there were some that had a mix of both, you know I mean? Uh, but, uh, I, I, I think there's something to it and I, and I think behind the scenes, uh, get ready for Jack to reemerge. Um, yes. Did you, and do you know, and do you know where I think that's going to happen? No, no, I don't web the, the web only OS that he was talking about. I did not hear this. Oh yes. Um, well, firstly, I, I just want to interject a point that I wanted to make. You're seeing maybe the rise. Another way that these guys are like robber barons that I, I've been thinking about is that they, they, are, they are altruists uh, in the sense that it, the building of the railroads, the justification of the monopoly was through the idea that it was improving America and the lives of the average Americans as a whole, which, yes or no, I think trains largely did that with some consequences. Um, you're seeing that again today. So you have a lot of extremely rich, very powerful people whose justifications are that they're doing what they do as altruists for the betterment of society. Yeah, Musk or at is least doing this. At least that's the narrative. Uh, Bezos. They spin. This is yeah. the narrative they spin. I, yeah. I and I do think in a lot of ways they actually do benefit society. Yeah. They also take a lot back. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, so that was the interjection I wanted to make, which leads into my point about Bezos. Uh, did you see that Jeff Bezos is telling people not to buy stuff for Christmas? Yeah, <laughs> don't yeah. use Amazon. <laughs> yeah, how dark is that? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty wild. Hey, pretty you gotta, wild. You get a hedge. You get to yeah. mitigate your yeah. risk. You he was hedge. literally no. He what? He literally was like, "Hey, Americans, like you know, maybe mitigate your risk if you can." Which is just yeah. like it's odd Have some to cash see. on hand just in case. I, I think a lot of these guys there there might be a tinge of the human in them. But I don't know for sure. Now, yeah. to the point that you were talking about, Carr, um, I'd like to know where you think Jack reemerges because um, he re- he's active in a couple of spaces we like. Mm-hmm. Um, and something that he had tweeted about that got a lot of traction was we need a mobile uh, uh, we need a mobile 
OS that's web only. Mm-hmm. Uh. Um, I the idea that there should be no app stores, there should be no app protocols. Everything is accessible through a single World Wide Web solution. Now, I think unless you have a lot of infrastructure behind you, you're creating a Google phone. Uh, but I, this was the thing that I saw him talking about recently, and he was doing research into it, posting lots of links. That might be where Jack reemerges. Where do you think he reemerges then, Carr? I'm, I'm not exactly sure. I guess I'm seeing him... Um... I'm seeing where his interests are and certainly like Bitcoin. Um, that That's really yeah. interesting. The fact that he's Bitcoin only is really interesting. Um, and the fact that he is a big proponent of free and open source software is really interesting. I mean, he puts his money where his mm-hmm. mouth is. I'm pretty sure he, he, he contributes quite a bit uh, to development of uh, FOSS projects. So, um, you know, again, kind of setting the good, bad value judgments aside, you know, it's always a mix. Um, I'm, I think he's kind of staking out that corner. Um, mm. uh, you know, and that, whereas Elon is, is staking out the, um, information flow corner. Um, yeah. so I, you and know, they I, could come together in and the they form could. of making a cell phone. Absolutely. They could. They could. Um, and, and it, it's, it's certainly interesting and, and no doubt that, um, no doubt that some of these companies are here because of the government, but no doubt that they get hassled by the government too. And there's no doubt that, um, the, uh, greed has a bad connotation, so it's not the word that I'm looking for, but the want, the, the desire to build and conquer, um, you know, you it would compel them to, if, you know, if they have the government by the balls, and I've talked about that with Elon Musk and his positioning with Tesla and how much is at stake mm-hmm. with Tesla stock staying high um, with regards to like literally national security. Um, he's got a lot of people by the balls and he's a pretty shrewd uh businessman um uh, you know he's had his faults no doubt and he was given a lot no doubt but he certainly can he's certainly not scared to make moves um i i'm I'm interested to see where where it goes and where they take it uh because you know if you control information if you can control information um you can control the country and i i don't think that's an overstatement i don't either (laughs) i don't either um, hopefully these, that they are actually, uh, the so-called great men of history. Um, we could certainly use that, uh, as lowly peasants that we are. We could certainly yep. use a couple of great guys in history to free us. Well, when, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of one of those, cla- like when, when your enemies are fighting, you know, let them, um, and, sure. uh, you know, so like it, I, it's not like one is good and one is bad. They both have bo- elements of both. Um, I, uh, but the more they clash, the more maybe we get yeah. little opportunities to, to increase our little lot in life. Now, destabilization um, in spaces that we ostensibly hate is always a good thing. Yeah, exactly. So I, I I'm, <laughs> I'm, I, and, and what I, what I would be interested to see kind of, and, and, you know, who am I? Like, this isn't really my, I'm not, I'm not a, a big We're podcasters. Yeah, I'm just, hey man, we're just podcasters. At the end of the day, we're just podcasting. Yeah. Who, but, who call uh, it right a lot. Who, who, who right seem lot. to bring things into existence. But yes. I would be interested to see, because Elon Musk now, if you take over the um, control, the, the, the flow of information like he has, then, and, and you are selecting what can and can't be on the website, 
um, which he still is, you know, uh, you know, and he's made it fairly clear that it's like no illegal stuff, basically. But um, I would be interested to see. And, and there's been uh, organizations that have done this before. I think Electronic Fear uh, Frontier Foundation has done this, but like a digital bill of rights or something like that. I would be interested to see if these guys start to craft what would essentially uh, be a governing document of this new information age that would, of course, yeah. give them the edge. You know, yeah. um, but have some sort of industry standard that they can start to create a shelling point around mm-hmm. where they can just point to and say, yeah, we're just following this document that industry leaders yeah. drafted. Um, Definitely. So that I, I, I'm, I'm interested to see that because that that's that's that, that could be a again. Is that, that a suggestion you've heard other people saying or did you come up with that? No, I just came up with it. That's <laughs> I, I think you're so oh, fucking right, you. dude. No, I, I think you're so fucking on the money, dude. I think the the idea of waging rights rights consciousness against yes. the state, yeah, is so yeah. powerful. It worked for Marxism, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> it works a lot. <laughs> yeah, dude. it works a lot when you go, hey, you've I'm giving you these rights, yeah, and if they're even slightly more in your preference, right, you, you win. I mean, you yeah. convince people they have those rights inherently. Mm-hmm. It's a very powerful. I think you're I think you're on the fucking. So somebody write that one. Uh, let's get to um. Wiki guy, um, who's our wiki guy? I yeah. forget what we nicknamed him. Uh, the PR guy. The PR guy, please write that one down. Yeah, for sure. If, if nothing that else, is, please <laughs> write that one. Yeah, right. Don't write down all the times we've <laughs> yeah. fucked it up ever. Yeah, really, yeah, because yeah. someone that, will go back and go sp- all the of, calls I've made. <laughs> speaking of controlling information, PR guy, please, please yeah, work please. with us here. You got to control some information. Good. Yeah, come on. Seriously, definitely. Um, yeah, I think you're so fucking on the money, dude. I really do. It'd be cool um, to see. It would be very cool to see. In terms of um, going over to the topic, I want Aaron, I want you to read out for us. Um, in terms of calling it on this podcast, Crack is back, baby. Oh, hell yeah. Not. Crack is back in a big way. Oh, Crack yes. is way back in a big way. We were the original crack smokers. Mm-hmm. In the podcasting mm-hmm. scene on Twitter, well, we were the white first guys. To... <laughs> Shut up! We're the first guys. To... Would you? That we have a bit to maintain here. We have to maintain the fact that we. We're the. Thank we're you, Ronald the... Reagan. We're the uh, second generation of the original cracks, like the robber barons. Yes. We're the second generation of the crack barons. I I I am so angry that I'm in timeout because I can't do anything on the timeline about this. All right. This is from greasy green posted, uh, 27 November 22 at 5:46 PM. Crack gets a bad rap. Probably one of the most stigmatized maligned and misunderstood yet miraculous medicines in the world. So he has me, he has me hooked. 99.9% of people in the world have probably never tried it. Mm, glad to be part of that 0.1%. As my first tweet back, we'll do a thread that will run perpetual with random additions. To open, I will tell you now that crack has saved my life many times. Fucking powerful. I have TBI, PTSD, lots of traumas, including childhood sexual abuse, physical abuse, etc. So, as typical, depression is a serious issue for me. Deep depressions, dark shit, suicidal with attempts in the past. It has been studied for treatment of major depressive disorder, 
But since pharma couldn't find a way to capitalize on it, they stopped looking. Though they will admit it is the most powerful triple reuptake inhibitor known to man. Ketamine is used instead, weaker but similar. Now, crack by itself can do this miracle for you, but it is very short-acting. Fucking tell me about it. It's only one component of the process, though. The other being ethanol. With both present in the bloodstream, your liver transmutes the two into cocaethylene and water. The cocaethylene is the miracle. Cocaethylene is incredible because it drastically extends the duration of the crack on your neurotransmitters. You know the stereotypes of crack. And if you've used it, you know you're hitting that shit every 8 to 12 minutes to keep the oh, reaction yeah. going. This mm-hmm. is different. Yeah, 8 to 12 minutes, that's generous. Mm-hmm. You can use they powder like form of cocaine to. and get similar results true. But I emphasize crack, homemade, because of the many adulterants that are in powder cocaine. Cooking it into crack with your own hands is the only way to be sure you're dealing with pure cocaine. I don't know about that. It seems like a lot of work. Yep. I'm going to continue. Lots to cover. But if you see the QT and the replies, you see what I meant in the first of the thread. This is all personal anecdote. And the only endorsement I would make of crack is for doctors and researchers to reevaluate and reopen studies to trials. Many people have mentioned how powerful and addictive it can be. This is true. In certain scenarios, of course, I am an addict. My first love is opiates, original yellow football Norco 10s. Yet I can manage to use crack in small amounts for short durations. How is this possible? Crack and cocaine in general isn't technically physically addictive. Unlike opiates, meth, nicotine, alcohol, sugar, etc., 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 alcohol especially, which I used to struggle with, can literally kill you if you stop. True story. Almost did kill me. Had to get professional help and meds. If you go on a month-plus crack binge and suddenly stop, do you know what happens? You'll be sad and tired, low energy for a few days. You may seek more for an energy boost, but you aren't going to go through serious, potentially year-long physical symptoms, unlike SSRI or Suboxone. I mean, Suboxone, I mentioned Suboxone because that's the medical establishment's answer for opiate abuse. I use crack to get through that first hard week or two of opiate withdrawal, which anyone who has cold turkey opiates knows very well. Barely notice the symptoms. Get plenty of sleep easy. Already seeing people calling this bait for a joke slash parody, or I'm just breaking balls, I'm a fed, etc. I've been here off and on for many years. Used to have big, micro-niche, famous accounts like us. (laughs) Many here know me for real, not just as the green jacket. Ask them if you care that much. So anyways, I've scoured to find the actual numbers of death caused solely by cocaine overdose. 2019 data shows 14,000 cocaine OD deaths, but a huge percentage of those were fentanyl or other opioid combinations, either intentional or from from adulterated products. Tobacco, 480,000 dead. Anyways, my method was simple. Find the highest percentage powder, twist it up, divide it into 0.1 to 0.2 gram doses, and place in one of those medicine dispensers. Three hits a day, never collected resin, <laughs> had strong family support, seven to ten days was duration. 
Never took more. Usually had leftovers. My wife is a former medic slash nurse. She monitored my vitals, which I recorded diligently, along with short excerpts on how I felt and other people in my life's perception of my mood slash behavior, if they cared to comment. What is the biggest drug scourge in our country right now? Fentanyl, of course. You can walk into any ER or triage trauma center, and there it is, all bottled up nice and clean from our benevolent pharma bros. Eye surgeons still use cocaine eye drop solutions for procedures. Dentists have moved to Novocaine and Marcaine, synthetics akin to what fentanyl is to opium. I can't fully explain how thankful I am to still be here for my wife and kids and to no longer be an opiate fiend alcoholic monster. I wasn't just slowly killing myself or plotting attempts actively daily. I was hurting everyone else around me who relies on me and never gave up. I know it sounds crazy, but here I am. I drink only in moderation, a hard seltz or two, two nights a week with my lady after the kids are down. No <laughs> opiates for a long time, too. Just aspirin, coffee, cigs. No desire to return to my formal state. Still depressed, but not suicidal. A lot of long-term associations on here, friends and enemies, have seen pictures I posted of my gorgeous clan in the past. I am truly blessed. I did it for them because they're all that matters. I may slip again. It's likely. I may get low and want to quit. But I know I've made it before and I can do it again. What a fucking inspiring thread. I want to smoke crap right now. Yeah, that was really That is, you got to give it to the guy. I am you got, fucking, I love this website because you can, that, that guy could be totally insincere and it doesn't make a difference. No. Nope. <laughs> Not at all. I'm, I'm ready. I'm fucking ready to hit the stem. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. That's, so that's crack, a, as you were saying, it's coming back in a big fucking way, dude. Yep. This is big. Yeah. How many likes did that thread get? It got a lot. A lot. A lot. You pumped yeah. up, car? It's I'm back. pumped up, dude. Yeah, yeah. I'm pumped up. Fourteen point three thousand likes. Nice. I think. Um, I think part of it too is just is the general sentiment in this country now is so anti uh, big pharma and and medicine and, yeah. and medicine <laughs> that they're like, oh shit, hell yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. crack. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> you know exactly. Man, that reminds yes. me. I was walking out of a FedEx printer shop the other day. Uh, had to print some documents for work, and uh, there was a there was some chick. She was probably twenty, twenty two. I don't know, standing out there, and she was panhandling for Dare. Did you guys know that still existed? Panhandling for Dare? No, yeah. I had no idea Dare was still around. Yeah, dude. Apparently, unless it was a total fraud, and she was just collecting people's money, which would that's be pretty based. funny. Yeah. Dare is the company that did all the "This is your brain on crack" yeah, yeah, advertisements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's like it was big in like the eighties and nineties. I mean, you yeah. went through Dare, right, Aaron? Yep. It was it around when you were. there? I wonder if it came back or did it go away? Did you do Dare, Bird? No, we never yeah, did. I, it. I feel like it would have. Oh, yeah. probably that was gone a staple by in the curriculum. Eighties and nineties, man. Dare was wow. huge. I, I was like, man, that's crazy. Might as well ask me money for like the rainforest or something. Like, go and throw that. No, that's so oh, interesting. But hey, yes, sir, that's good. I, I got an interesting story for you. Somebody near and dear to my heart is currently an employee of uh, the Dallas uh, City of Dallas uh, Public Works Department. Okay. <laughs> and uh, he sent me a video of him just walking through the shop. Uh-huh. He pans the camera over. And speaking of fentanyl, there is a city employee curled up on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yes. <laughs> just just sleeping his shift away oh, coming no. off a coming off a fentanyl bender. Oh my goodness. That's great. That's <laughs> so awesome. So you might enjoy that. You love that. That's hear awesome. It. We love it. 
<laughs> it's coming back in a big way, guys. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's all rounding the corner. It's all rounding the you, corner. I think if you told fentanyl or heroin addicts, like opiate addicts in general, that you can you can get off opiates if you smoke crack, a lot of people would probably uh, – you, you might see it come back. Yeah. If that good. If that good. concept enters popular consciousness, then yeah. It's exciting. I'm it very excited. I'm very excited. Bro, bro science and, and bro medicine. Yeah, another double, <laughs> another dub in the books. Well, <laughs> and, and now I'd like to talk briefly about an L in bro science. Oh, no. Maybe you guys oh, have no. seen this today. The liver king, as he's known, had his. That's not uh, an L. St- well, it, it is. I'll tell you why. The liver king had private. Emails leaked describing his steroid regimen. Uh, the mm. Liver King. Car, are you familiar with the Liver King? I read one post uh, today. I saw it, but I was not familiar with him prior. So I, I'm not. The Liver put... King is a all natty, described as an all natty, liver eating, bodybuilder super figure. Okay, this guy is jacked to the gills. Okay, and he's also like five two. He's the world's most powerful Jew. From what I understand, Um, he had leaked these very sensitive documents describing his cycle, his steroid regimen, so on and so forth. Big L for the bro science community, as many backers of the Liver King are having their um, tweets in support of the Liver King's being natty or natural, as the non bodybuilding community would refer to it. Um, It's a tragedy. For bro science. So we take one and we leave one, I think. You know, but here's, you know, here's the here, here's the hidden dub is, mm-hmm. dude, can you imagine if Jews start lifting weights and getting jacked? We can't handle that. No, we can't no. handle that. Like, no. I'm, I'm, I'm poorer than they are, but I can outmaneuver them. But if they Correct. start lifting weights, if they spend time in the gym, holy shit, man, I got that dude. is that's what that's what the Western world needs to fear most. Yes, is no doubt ju- ju- jacked Jews. Yeah. Jacked mm-hmm. Jews. And we know a few jacked Jews. We do, but it's not culturally and important. And, and, and if it becomes a yeah. part of their culture, oh, yes. we, are, we are totally screwed, guys. We are absolutely fucked. And you know what? We deserve it. We yeah, only we did do. it to ourselves. That's we did true. it to ourselves. Yeah. It's very true. Speaking of Jews, uh, Kanye West, oh. back in the news again, <laughs> never seems to leave the news. Um, you're probably thinking I'm going to bring up the Tim, the, the what's his fucking name? Tim Pool. The Tim uh, Pool. Po- I was going to call him Tim Dillon. That would have been a way better episode. The Tim yeah. Pool podcast featuring Kanye West, Nick Fuentes, Milo Yiannopoulos. So apparently uh, Nick Fuentes and Milo, Milo Yiannopoulos have, have, both of them have been plucked from 2016 <laughs> into the mainframe again. And they are currently, both of them are serving as consultants for Kanye West's 2024 campaign run not everybody is happy about this in particular um people are not happy about <laughs> the fact that well not everybody is happy about it uh, specifically one of our guys is not happy about it at all uh, mm-hmm. kanye west had brought nick fuentes and milo yiannopoulos to mar-a-lago the brilliant and beautiful estate owned by donald trump uh his palace if you will and they had a lunch, a dinner, perhaps. Um, Trump happened to uh, so so after this dinner, via Truth Social, Mr. Trump 
or president, as I like to call him, 45, okay, 45, called the rapper a seriously troubled man who happens to be black, <laughs> which I think is interesting. He denied knowing Nick Fuentes. Uh, he also denied knowing Milo Yiannopoulos, or at least being personally familiar with him. Um, this was his quote. So I help a seriously troubled man who happens to be black, yay, in parentheses, <laughs> Kanye West, <laughs> who has been decimated in his business and virtually everything else, and who has always been good to me by allowing his request for a meeting at Mar-a-Lago alone so that I can give him very much needed advice. He shows up with three people, two of which I didn't know, the other a political person who I haven't seen in years. I think that might be the reference to Milo. Um, We're not sure. He added, I told him, don't run for office, total wasted time. Can't win. Fake news went crazy. President's remarks are they've a lot of backlash from this, especially because of Nick Fuentes, who carries with him a lot of bad uh, baggage in terms of what the media sees in him. Um, and there was one guy who was very, very upset, very, very not happy about this meeting of the minds, if you will. And it's very discouraging because it's a man's opinion who I take very seriously. And did the staff think that this was a good idea? to have Kanye West come down and have dinner when the purpose in Kanye's West's mind and the people around Kanye West knew exactly what they were doing. Let's, let's just be blunt. It was a troll. You said it was a trolling operation going to go down. They wanted the story to be, they want the story to be that Kanye West in his magnet, you know, magnetically offered Donald J. Trump, mm-hmm. the vice presidency on his ticket to insult <laughs> Trump to put Trump in his place, to make Trump look more irrelevant, to feed into the Chris Christie, because you saw Bolton and Christie and all these guys jumping on it right away, that he lacks judgment, he's not relevant, he's not focused. So this was well thought through. This just didn't happen, right? The staff should know that. The staff should be on top of that. The staff should be doing interventions into this, if, if that's the case. He's very unhappy, and it's weird. I play that clip now, and I realize how much I talk like him. <laughs> I'm we've, hearing it now. We, we've been meaning way, to bring that up, Bird. Yeah, yeah, the way he like interrupts sentences and he puts commas together, I'm yeah. noticing is, there's a big similarity. Aaron and, I, Aaron and I have been talking about it offline a little bit. We've been meaning to bring that up. Um, um, yeah, he's not happy about it. He thinks it's a troll job. He thinks Kanye West is actually an enemy of the Trump uh, 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 camp. I'm, I'm willing to agree with this. I think it's very fascinating, though. Um, Dude, I- I had a I had a quick thought. Mm-hmm. What if what if Trump pulled a uh, Chad Johnson maneuver, uh, NFL player? Of, Ocho Cinco. Of, yeah, yeah. What if he legally changed his name to Quattro Cinco? Oh. oh, how about that? Wow, chew dude. on that for a little bit. How does that, dude? That's a delicious idea. I have yeah. to say. Okay. That would that would do what Steve is saying about relevancy. How yeah. you, it can't be any better. Can't dude, be any better. That would be great, man. He has a jersey oh, and everything. Excellent. Yeah. Well, I think maybe we should go to Mar-a-Lago and suggest that to him. Yeah, we need to have dinner with Trump. What's going on there? Like, what? You know, no, no offense, Donald, but we've busted our ass for years for you. Yeah, especially Bernie. What's going on? So I really don't understand what's going on there. It's very, very crazy. Oh, his um, staff is all over telling him not to talk to us. Oh, really? Yeah. You think so? Yep. Yeah. That's Black, unfortunate. Blacklisted. Blacklisted. Earth has been blacklisted at Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. We're speaking about crack a lot. We should also speak a little bit about cocaine. Yes. Um, 
Apparently, there's is... a movie. There's a movie coming out, um, directed by Jimmy Warden, uh, new director, or at least a director whose name I haven't seen before. Cocaine Bear. Yes. It's uh, inspired by the story of an American black bear who ingested a duffel bag full of cocaine in 1985. The premise of the story, in a Kentucky forest, an American black bear goes on a murderous rampage after unintentionally ingesting cocaine. A little bit like Cujo. You know, I like the ideas there, inspired by true events, starring Kerry Russell, O'Shea Jackson Jr. That's the son of the rapper Ice Cube. Um, So you got a nice uh, all-star cast there. Cocaine Bear, it releases on February 24th, 2023. I'm going to be in the theater seeing this one, huh? It's badass. Yep. That, badass. Sounds, like a, badass. that sounds like date night. Yeah. Yep. Lexington, uh, Kentucky is where the movie takes place. Shout out to uh, El Polpo and Dave Portnoy mm-hmm. as well. Shout out to the two of them. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be pretty fucking cool. I think it'll be a great movie. Uh, I'm a bit of a cocaine bear myself, I like to think, too, as well. Sometimes, at least. Sometimes. I see it. Maybe. You do? Yeah. Oh, good. I wonder if Brian's ever been called that. Cocaine, cocaine bear? bear? <laughs> Meh. We'll have to ask him. I wonder if Brian classifies as a bear. Brian, shout us out. Let us know. Are you, what's, uh, you have yeah. a classification or have you, You're are you bear, beyond such petty wink, classification? Otter. I don't even know if the gay community uses those things or if that was invented by straights. No, it was, it's definitely a Like gay two-spirit. Thing. I don't really know. I have no idea yeah, if that's a real that's thing a, or not. I that's no a idea. fucking... White college professor thing. That's a fake thing. Um, Sam Bankman Freed, they caught him recently. I haven't done anything with him. (laughs) Yeah, they quote unquote (laughs) caught him. They said, well, there he is down in the Bahamas. Yeah, there he is. He's doing just fine. And and in fact, the media arm of every single Democratic Party uh, operative has decided we got to defend this guy at all costs. And what's kind of funny is he just came out not long ago and he said that he donated basically the same amount of money to the Republican Party, but he didn't disclose the donations because the media would freak out. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, huh. However, here here's the lie. You 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 can't not disclose donations. That's a felony. <laughs> so yeah. he's not either lying or that's the felony that he committed. Uh, either way. Well, if that was I'm, the case, he'd you know, be behind bars right now. That's what I'm yeah, saying. But he's but he yeah. but the pr- truth is that he didn't do that. He didn't donate yeah. any money to the Republican campaign mm-hmm. at all. Yeah, he didn't do that at all. He's just lying. Um yeah, so Mr. Sam Bankman-Fried uh, gets away with it. Newsweek, Newsweek was like, you know, he made a mistake that any one of us could have made. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, just yes, he classic, did. So good. Just a classic. Uh, just a little bit of fraud. Just a little bit of fraud. Just a, just a classic thirty billion dollar methamphetamine fueled uh, <laughs> air, got blunder. A just a blunder. Got a little ahead of him. He just fumbled the ball. You know, he just fumbled anybody could have done it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. pretty great. It's pretty great. Um, now, I will ask, Carr, as a maxi, although I know you don't describe yourself that way, but you're a maxi, and that's you're good. You're a fucking maxi. Yeah. You're a maxi, and that's good. How are you feeling about the, the biggest I told you so maybe of, the, of a half decade? Golly. The, the entirety of crypto <laughs> exploding yeah. and collapsing. I don't, do you um, you know, I don't, I don't. Say good. Well, Celebrate your enemy's destruction. Let's go yeah, do it. Come on. Yes. Yeah, okay. It feels good. It feels <laughs> yeah, good. You, right? know, you know I'm not a huge grave dancer. I'm just not. Uh, no, but, but I know, but, but Rollo is, and I was yeah, going to get him yeah. on here to just dance on everybody's grave, but you got to do yeah. it for me. No, it, yeah, it's it, it, it was. I mean, basically, everyone was saying for years like that that this is like all of this is nonsense, and not just crypto, but like these exchanges and what they're doing. 
um, particularly with the yield bearing products and stuff like that, that, you know, at some point it's going to explode. And, you know, a, a year ago, everybody was on that, that crack cocaine high as, as asset prices were rising and, and, uh, yep. but then the water, you know, flows out and you see who's swimming naked. And as it turns out, it was a, a lot of the people who were, who were, uh, celebrating whatever 10% yield on, you know, yeah, I remember talking about this like a long time ago, maybe even during the Fagcast days. Like, this is just a cleansing. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's very good. I mean, it. This is. You know, the the price of even Bitcoin is down. Um, but that's that's this this is reflecting all of that liquidation that you know the Bitcoin has to change hands. It has to get out of irresponsible hands, and um and that's happening. So that's this is very good. Now, I don't. I think it's far from over. Um, I think that. You know, I, I guess BlockFi just filed for bankruptcy like yesterday or two days ago. Um, nice. Genesis is, I, I think, already filed or maybe on the verge of filing. Like, there's more companies that are going to the the cascading risk from this is far oh, from man. far from over. And uh, I, what I'm really got my fingers crossed for is Binance. Um, I I want to see oh, them wow. go under. And I think like you know because it's especially in the last two months, it's this common like seven day arc of like certain tweets saying, Oh yeah, we don't do this or whatever where everything's good. And then I can't believe everybody else is doing this. And then it's like, uh, yeah, we're no, we're, we're fine. We're fine. And then it's like, Oh was, yeah, we've got a halt withdrawals on a few products, but we, and then bankruptcy. You know? when, and, when did Voyager go down? Was that like a couple yeah, months ago? Late spring, I think early summer, yeah. June, maybe. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, has Coinbase restructured a couple times? Um, you know, I think that they have more or less been okay through. They, I don't think they've ever restructured or anything like that. I think they've been more or less okay. And as much as I hate Coinbase, I think that they know how to play the game in a more sustainable way. Now, I mm-hmm. could be eating my words, and again, I would love it um, if if it turns out that they that they go under as well. Um, but you know, I, I just saw recently that they are delisting coins. They're delisting, um, Bitcoin cash ripple. And then some, some other one that I hadn't. <laughs> wow. Is that, is, are we seeing nice. the death of Bitcoin cash finally? I, I mean, yeah, I, I, th- I, I, w- I think that this is a pretty big blow, but, but I, I, more importantly, I think that they're, those guys all got away just as slickly as Sam Bankman free. I know. Way. Yeah. Right. Oh, um, so <laughs> they all so, got away. Um, uh, I, I think that you might be seeing behind the scenes, they're kind of circling the wagons and saying, okay, like there, there's going to be some really lingering systemic risk in this ecosystem. We've got to like tighten things up a little bit here <laughs> and, uh, and maybe not be involved in securities fraud because they, they may have, uh, you know, I'm sure they have channels open with the SEC and I, you've got to believe that the SEC has to do something here to not look like assholes. I mean, I don't care if they do or not. Ultimately, I mean, it sucks that people get screwed. But at the, the end of the day, going back to I told you so, right? But um, the 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 everything basically other than Bitcoin is by law, like the Howey test or whatever, classifies as a security. Um, and they're dealing securities. And I don't know. I don't think they have a, a license to do that. So I think that you're seeing them being like, okay, let's tighten up the books. Let's tighten up a couple of the things that we're offering here, just in case we're going to have to kind of go to bat, uh, against, you know, a, a, a troubling financial outlook for the next three months and B perhaps regulatory, uh, problems that, um, could crop up and they could crop up pretty quickly. So, um, you know, I don't know, I'm speculating on a lot of it, but, yeah, it's it's um, it's it's bloody out there for um, non self custodied Bitcoiners. 
or non self custody non bitcoiners. Time's up. Time's up, fellas. So um, it's going to be interesting to see as we track this. I'd like to see the full and total death of NFTs next. That would be great. Um, that would be pretty. Well, it's great. kind of already happened, hasn't it? Yeah. They've, uh, they've taken I think I, big to be plays. honest with you, I think it's a coming back though. I think it's coming back hard in the business world. I think it's coming mm-hmm. back hard, um, but we'll see. Um, next topic. I know you guys have been waiting for this. It's very exciting. Uh, StopAntisemitism.com has finally released its list in its fourth annual Anti-Semite of the Year Awards. Oh, man. Okay. What? The, the- do, you have, uh, do you have sound effects for this, like clapping and applause? <laughs> Let's see if I can... I, I might. Hold on. Bear with me here. Let's see if you can hear this. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Well, that's this more of a laughter. Spotify is um, not going to like this one. Uh, hold on. Anti-Semite of the Year Award. Yes. All right, everybody. Oh, Welcome in to the fourth annual Anti-Semite of the Year Award. Yes, yes. We've all been waiting for it. Fourth annual Stop Anti-Semitism Executive Director Leora Rez has announced, though these three men promote anti-Semitism from three different directions, they are equally dangerous. So who are the three men who've been, who've been nominated? And, and I'll tell you who's in the lead. I'll go in sequential order. Um, you're, I'm sure you're curious. Uh, the Goyam Defense League's founder, John Minadeo II, who's known mm. for... Of course, the Goyam Defense League was an organization based out of Sonoma County, California. Uh, Some of the things that they have done include putting up uh, anti-Semitic flyers uh, all over town, sharing uh, very naughty videos, uh, uh, and and so on and so forth. He is, uh, it's, it's an honor to have him on the list as the first repeat honoree in Stop Anti-Semitism's annual Dishonor Award for hanging a banner over the 405 freeway in Los Angeles that read, Kanye is right about the Jews. Okay? So that was, he's in third. Second, and I thought this was very interesting, the Palestinian-Jordanian luxury real estate developer Mohammed Hadid, his famous daughters, you might know of as Bella Hadid and Gigi Hadid, two supermodels, Um, they are all nominated as a group, as the Hadid family have been outspokenly blaming the Jewish state for the plight of the Palestinians, something which (laughs) certainly is not true. Certainly. Um, and then finally, who is the winner of the award? Well, I mean, do the math. If John Minadeo II is in third place because he said Kanye is right about the Jews, Number one is Kanye West, otherwise known as Ye, is, is, is in the lead to win the anti I don't know how they're calculating it. I don't know if they, like, send a flyer out to every registered Jew in America and they go, all right, pick your top three, like a, like a, like a rollover vote. I don't know how they pull this off, but Kanye West is currently in the lead for stating that he was going to go – he was very sleepy and he was going to go DEFCON 3 – on the Jews, followed by a slew of anti-Semitic rants, podcast appearances, Adidas, everyone's favorite company as of late, Balenciaga, 
and other organizations um, have tied uh, severed ties to the performer and cost him a large fortune of his money. Um, and so that's the anti-Semitism award. Uh, God be Kanye, right? I mean, the other two, but I don't even know who Mohammed Hadid is. And, no idea. Yeah. And the, the Goyim Defense League. I mean, again, you can't win an award over another person by referencing the other person. I, right. I think yeah. it's silly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind silly. Of, yeah, yeah. It's interesting that he even made And also, what, ha, he's the first repeat honoree. So did the other honorees stop being as anti-Semitic or did they kind of like, what's the deal there? Yeah. How do you how do you get, fall out of, they, of the they listing? Up, they they update the spreadsheet, Bird. I guess they update the <laughs> fucking spreadsheet, dude. Yeah, they're good at it. Yes, they e, really e Michael do. Michael Jones is pissed and demanding a recount. Yeah. No, he lit. He, I, you saw that, right? He literally. Yeah. He tweeted, "I demand a recount." <laughs> who did? <laughs> e Michael Jones, uh, who is, is a, a, a he is a uh, best selling author. Uh, operator and editor of the Culture Wars magazine. Um, I, I, I don't know. He obviously he self described him. He would describe himself as an anti semite, I suppose. Um, Frequent guest I, of uh, our Interesting Times podcast. The Our Interesting Times podcast. Yes, very true. Um, so yeah. I anyway, that's the competition. It's gonna be. It's thick this year, fellas. It's uh, it's <laughs> sure thick is. this year. Thick and getting thicker. It is thick. Oh yeah. So. That's what we got going on. That's our news, fellas. Um, oh, yeah. other, the only other thing going on is the World Cup. I still don't understand the sport, so we'll probably pass right on by that, I think. Well, let's do it. We'll probably pass yep. right on by that. that. Yeah, we'll pass right on by. Um, well, do we want to give an honorable mention to Qatar and everything going on there? Um, well, it's an interesting situation, right? Um, a company that, that – uh, a company – well, it is. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> it, it really is. Cutter. Cutter, um, yeah. Um, it's a country that uh, hosted and bid for this that is now deeply regretting its decision to invite a bunch of Westerners into its country. <laughs> what can you say? What can you say? You know? uh, I, to be so honest good. with you, I think they're the bad guys, of course, because I think the good guys are the English. They just want to get drunk and commit felonies – and they mm-hmm. can't do either in, in, in Qatar. I don't, you know, so. Yeah. Anyway, shout out to the English. I don't understand soccer. Somebody could explain it to me one day, hopefully. I think this I would be the first World Cup in the history of this great. podcast. Uh, it's great. It's a, my favorite thing about soccer is the gang-related violence and race hatred that it promotes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, very, it's a very entertaining Nothing to do with the sport, sport itself, but soccer has well, an excellent fandom, probably the best out of any sport. It's a fascinating fandom. Yeah, and and um, I'm gonna ding Cutter a little bit for not serving alcohol because that generally serves to Boner. lubricate the uh, inter uh, gang violence, which I like yeah. so much. Correct. Uh, so Correct. That's kind of a bummer. It's a big boner. Yeah, yeah. it's a big boner on there. And um, that's it. That's all the news that I have, fellas. We've hit our. Uh, nearly hit our one hour um, yes, marker have. there. Yeah. And so we've done our jobs for this week, I think. Um, maybe we could pop in over the line in on the weekend. Yeah. Uh, I have more to talk about. Yeah, I think, um, we, I think we've got plenty of over the line stuff that we can talk oh, about. Oh, there's a lot of stuff to talk about. Yes, stuff. yes. A lot so. of things going on. Yeah, maybe we'll push one out this weekend. Yes, indeed. Um, well, Carr, uh, yeah. Take us out with some words of wisdom, I suppose. Well, 
self-custody your Bitcoin. And uh, until <laughs> next week, <laughs> two hands on the wheel. Squat. Ah. 5959. <laughs> Happy 100, everybody. Good night. Yeah. <laughs>